You're listening to Pass the Salt Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts and recorded live on twitch.tv. Hello. Wait, I'm not ready. You're not ready? Well, well get ready, bitch. Uh, oh. He's not ready, chat. He's not ready. This fucking guy. You got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. All right. Nice, dude. Clean. First try. Record right time. Record time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Basel Podcast. It's your boy, your host, that Dutch freak. And your other host, Sapuke33. Nice. For those watching it on Twitch right now, you get the exclusive, the exclusive Duke doing his beard live. Well, you get it on you YouTube as get. well. True, that you don't get when listening to it. If you are a listener, then listen, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, you know, Spotify, uh, among other things. Check There's it out over places. there. I, I honestly, at this point, I lost track. <laughs> I just know that we are on Apple Podcasts and I'm a little mad about it. Yeah, what, what the fuck's up with that? I don't know. They're just being can't? So maybe like... have to, you probably have to like suck some booty <clears throat> to get Ooh. that privilege. All right. I'm good. I'm known to enjoy Think? a good booty sub. Maybe it's probably all sent up. I didn't. I couldn't see. You're fine, dude. You got it, it is what it is. Who who yeah. really cares? <clears throat> True. Uh, quite a big one today, y'all. A lot of things yeah. uh, in the gaming space, especially after last night with the PlayStation Showcase. A lot of exciting news that I wanted to talk about. Um, some games that I've been playing that I wanted to talk want to talk about, and I'm sure Duke has some news to share as well. So That's true. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. <clears throat> now, I'll start with you. How 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 the heckin' flip ooh. has your week been, brother man? Um, well before we get into everything, I'm just gonna say I just ate a fuckload <laughs> of Chinese food. So this might be a rough one. Alright, guy, I just put it out there. Food coma, let's go. Food coma. That was me last, that was me last week, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's uh, I got the salt and pepper chicken wings. Which is my favorite thing, I think. Like honestly. Favorite thing to order, salt and pepper chicken wings. It's it's just, it's nice, it's simple. Uh, but anyway, my week. Mm. What have I done since last Friday? What have um, you done? Oh, the new Dead by Daylight update drops. And if anyone follows me on Twitter, Subject 33, you'll know. I've seen, I've seen you, uh, you, you did not look happy. I'm not happy about <laughs> it. I mean, is anybody? I don't know, probably not. Um, and it's funny, so... I recently started watching Game Changer, which is a college humor thing. Uh, it's like a game show, and you have to be a member on their YouTube channel to watch it, which I was a, kind of fuming about, frankly, oh, yeah, but what whatever. I did it because I was really enjoying it. And <laughs> there, there's a point where uh, the host says, like, <laughs> you don't have to enjoy the game. You just have to play it. And I was like, oh, my God. That's like every... Every live service game dev at yeah. some point has had that exact same sentiment. Like, and that that's how the new Dead by Daylight update feels. Uh, the, like, you know, we, we talked about the Hellraiser thing and how, like, how cool that all was and the buildup and everything. Mm -hmm. Well, he kind of, Cenobite kind of sucks. Okay. Pinhead. Um, like sucks as in he's bad or sucks as in he's broken? Both. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> Uh, I'm, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it later, but just as a, you know, as part of my week, you know, as, as a sort of newfound Dead by Daylight addict, that was a pretty big feature of my week. It, I mean, it hasn't made a huge impact, but like, you know, that's just, just one highlight or low light. Um, I got a job offer. Pog? That's, that's really the big news. That's, that's really like the biggest thing to talk about because, you know, I haven't streamed a huge amount, uh, through the heat. And obviously dealing with all this stuff, this week. Yeah, I'm um, well. signing fucking contracts and shit. Um, for anyone, for anyone who's curious, usually on days that I don't stream and even days that I do, to make up for it, often I'll just hang out in my Discord, and it tends to be just kind of a vibe. Like uh, I've been playing. So last week I talked about playing a lot of Sunset Overdrive. So uh, mm -hmm. this, this week, the, the flavor of the week is State of Decay 2, which we tried years ago when it came out. December 2019, because I still had the save file. There you go. <laughs> um, 
yeah it's good it's on xbox game pass xbox game pass obviously we've talked about it a lot ever since its inception about it's how blessed it is yeah good fucking value absolutely especially yeah. now that they've taken over fucking bethesda and all that shit dude oh and you get a decent chunk of ea games which although it means mm -hmm. having probably both ea drms because why i don't know um there's a decent chunk of ea games on there now but yeah so state of decay 2 is on the game pass been playing that a lot um just sort of in in downtime um and then obviously you know i mean we did dungeon select um if that that's always a good time but yeah th for, for the most part the biggest thing is i i got a job offer from this company uh, a while ago i was applying for a voiceover job at the same company and in my interview i think i probably talked about this at the time on the podcast but in my interview i was like listen if there are any other positions that you might think that i'll fit in please let me know and mm -hmm. not long after my interview for the voiceover thing, they got in touch and they were like, yeah, we, we want to refer you for the <clears throat> for the virtual assistant job. And like, I don't want to sort of divulge everything just yet. But like, well, I mean, we're doing a fucking podcast right now. The, <laughs> the job description is literally like pitching, like writing, pitching podcast ideas, doing podcasts, interviewing people, like a, a whole fucking array of content creation stuff in general, live streams, podcasts, all that. Um, and then, you know, social media side and promotion. Like it's working from home. Don't, I mean, I don't hate, I don't hate that idea. It seems like kind of a dream, a dream job in a, in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, only 25 hours a week. So I'll be able to stream as well. Um, yeah. So, so that's the big news. And I start, on Monday, which I'm a, a little terrified for, <laughs> pattern still kind of out of whack. But knowing I'll only be working like five hours a day tops, at least the first few days, and I'm still kind of getting used to it, won't be too bad. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it's been a good week. I mean, yeah, just vibing. Obviously, yeah, the, the heat wave was whack, and um, meant we missed another week of Baldur's Gate, which I don't feel good about. But I'm. No, but dude, felt better like, that day. I'll tell you that much. It's fucking scorching over here as well. Yeah. Like today, it's so humid. Like it's pissing it down yeah. outside. Yeah, but it's so warm. It's so, so it warm. was like twenty-eight. It was from twenty-six to twenty-eight for like two days this week, and then it drops to twenty. But it's raining and it's like ninety-seven percent humidity. So yeah, and the air absolutely is just not moving. It's it's miserable. Um, mm -hmm. it's yeah, it's, it's cheeks. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I mean, hopefully it goes away soon. Yeah, like right now over here, it's 20 degrees, which is fine, but 89% yeah, humidity. Absolutely so it's like, fuck that. <gasps> like it's fucked, dude. I fucking hate it. And it's going to be warm and raining the entire fucking weekend. So it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, I'm the man. It's a struggle. Let me tell you. Holy fuck. I say thick, meaty boy, dude. Not having a good time right now. <laughs> all right, so I, I guess that's really all to report, really, for my week. But how's your week been? Um, good. College and stuff, you know, still getting in the swing of things. We're looking for a company because we need to intern there one day a week while doing a project. Um, for the next um second half of this of the, the second half of the semester, essentially. Mm. And uh, after sending out application after application, we got a phone call today of a company that wants to meet up and talk specifics. That's Pog. Nice. So hopefully we get that so that me and uh, my partner can actually get to work. Because so far we've Do you know what you'll like, be doing in turning? Um, well, Just the company like that we uh, uh, applied to now, they do a bunch of like... Um, they provide a bunch of like tech solutions for companies. So right. they provide restaurants with the ability to like, oh, scan a QR code to order your meals or right. that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, just tech tech solutions for businesses, uh, whatever way, shape, or form. And they need a, they're a pretty they're a startup. They're pretty new, and they need a lot of shit done. Uh, and basically, the way my course works is I have two years to pass seventeen different subjects. Mm -hmm. And in what order I do them doesn't fucking matter as long as I make sure you that at, the, get end the, credits, every, at the end of every semester I have done six. Right. Um, that's kind of the that's kind of the the, the vibe. And um, the what I want to do 
because I want to end up in marketing somewhere. And they were talking about, you know, they need, uh, they they want to like, they want their customer journey to be more clear so that they know, so that I can see where to improve and all that. And the that is kind of interesting. That's something that I want to do. Like basically see what journey the customer goes through from start to finish and see yeah. where they can improve that and that sort of thing. Uh, that's one of the things that I that they mentioned they need, and that is something that I am very interested in doing. So hopefully my duo partner is as well, and we can do that. Or they, they, they've got a bunch of shit. We're going to be sitting there next week somewhere and just have a fucking talk. The company is not too far away. It's in Breda, which is like a t- like 10 to 15 minutes. Right? Is that where that awful, where we had the terrible Burger King experience? That was Breda, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Are you sure? Yeah, that, that was like that was like fucking Utrecht or some shit. That oh, was like maybe big, that was a big boy station. Yeah, Breda is like like ten, fifteen minutes train away from me, which is bless because I live next to the train station, so that's that's easy. Oh, was your um, okay. Other than that, dude, I've been playing two games mainly. First one, uh, a modded version of Dark Souls Three called Cinders. And boy, let me tell you. If you're into Dark Souls uh, 3 specifically and you're looking for a mod that kind of makes the game fresh, uh, there's, there's, there's several mods out there, but the Cinders mod is one of the better ones. It adds so much fucking new stuff. It even adds new game modes, like a fucking boss boss rush gauntlet mode, which is just nice. survive boss after boss. I'm super, um, Honestly, that's something I'm surprised Dark Souls hasn't done already themselves. Mm. Uh, they made progression a much much less linear. They basically uh, made it so that there's shortcuts to all kinds of different areas. That you know you can you can tell you can find a shortcut from uh, the fucking undead settlement that ends up in like Irithil dungeon. So you can do right. the game in whatever fucking order you want. Really, um, they've altered the existing bosses and strength abilities, and sometimes also placement. So sometimes they're in a little different area. Uh, they've added new bosses. So there's just new bosses sprinkled in there, uh, which is cool. Uh, are the new bosses, starting... like, taken from other games, or are they original? Um, the ones so far have been taken from other games. Okay. Uh, new starting classes and burial gifts. Um, they added a bunch of, like, Dark Souls 2 mechanics or items, as in, like, you know, different ways to heal. So, like, life gems and that sort of thing. So, you're not just, it's not just Estus. You can right. also use other things to heal yourself. Um, new covenants, new NPCs, new quest lines, uh, weapons, new game. new game, like weapons and armor from all those different souls and Bloodborne. Um, they made it so that spellcasting works a lot more, almost like Skyrim esque, where your mana all automatically regen or your FP automatically regens, and your casting and the cost of such of spells has kind of been altered to to fit that system. Mm. Uh, new move sets and weapon arts to make weapons more interesting. Like the weapon I'm using right now is like this big ass fucking katana, and the weapon art is just you fucking seppuku, and then you pull it out, and there's like this big green fucking yeah, that uh, shit fire effect on it. And if you do your heavy attacks, you just fucking like shoot out a fire wave, and then fucking it's sick, dude. It's so fucking dope. Holy shit. Um, you can marry NPCs. You get a fucking betrothal ring and you just go walk up to an NPC and you're like, I want to marry you. And then they're like, okay, dab. Um, not sure what it does, but it's funny. I'm I'm married to a worm lady in Cathedral of the Deep. You I know? want to marry Spider-Mommy in Dark Souls 1. Oh, it's true. Quelag? Hell yeah. No, no. But, um, Quelag's sister. Oh, the fucking one that like gives you the fucking like pyromancies and shit? Yeah, I've, I've just been giving her all my humanity. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, what I've been playing. Other than that, I've been playing Vampire Masquerade Blood Hunt. Yeah, it was open beta, right? Uh, no, it's just in early access now. Oh, okay, right. It's just out in early access uh, as of a few days ago, and I hopped on it with uh, some homies. Knowing you know, knowing me, I I fucking love vampires. I don't know why vamp- vampires like I just like them a lot. The whole like their whole being, and I like BRs. And let me tell you. I found a BR that I'm not average or worse at. I'm actually pretty good at this fucking game, and it feels pretty fucking nice. <laughs> not gonna lie. Um, it's third person, which was something that I kind of had to get over. But other than that, uh, there's a variety of weapons, and the weapons are very different. There's crossbows that shoot like 
poisoned clouds. There's dual crossbows that like have explosive tips, but there's also like World War Two era guns like the Toggler, which is just like this big fuck off uh, gun. There's more modern guns like Uzis and sniper rifles, and it's all just fucking thrown in there. I'm sure there's a lore reason why that makes sense. It takes place in the Vampire the Masquerade. Because vampires. Uh, it, uh, it takes place old? in the Vampire the Masquerade universe. So I'm sure there's some kind of lore implication. As well, to why. I know. Isn't the Vampire Vampire the Masquerade, at least the original, like a high school kind of thing? Is, no, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. like a modern day setting, but I could be wrong. I'm um, not sure, my, I'm not my, sure. I, I was just thinking, you know, vampires are immortal, right? So maybe they're just holding yeah. on to some shit. And there's um, three different class or three different factions. And each faction has two different classes of vampire. What that means is that every every vampire will have a faction ability, and they will have like a unique to their class ability. Mm -hmm. So there's the Bruya, for instance, which are divided in brute and vandal. They both have like this big like jump they can do. But one of them shoots out a barrier that you can shoot bullets through, but blocks bullets coming out and also, like, pushes people away that touch it. And the other one, the Vandal, like, does a fucking ground pound and pff, fucking fucks people off. Do you remember, there's the, I think, was it there's the Nosferatu, which uh, are more, like, stealth-based uh, vampires. They're, they like, butt the ugly. Switches. They fuck with the light switches, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's divided in Prowler and Saboteur, and Saboteur, like, you know, he drops, like, fucking poison bombs and shit that if people step over it, they fucking... And that sort of stuff. They can go invisible and kind of, like, up their movement speed. So if you're in a fight, you fucking invis, fuck off. That's kind of the idea. Uh, and then there is one fucking class that I'm blanking on, but it's the class that I main, Smile. Uh, nice. But th they're all about looking pretty. Uh, one of them is called the Siren, and the other one is called the Muse. The muse is my main. The their class ability is, they they shoot out the little ghost and that co the ghost kind of hovers and then if you hit your Q again you teleport to where the ghost is. Right. Which is pretty cool. Um, and they the siren has a flashbang, so like they you get like a shattered glass effect on your screen when you get hit by it and you just don't see shit. What's and the, the muse, name of the dude the muse, from the one that I play? Uh, has like a has an AOE heal, so you get in cover, hit your E, and then like and all your allies and yourself gets healed uh, is, is it but if you get shot once from Baldur's Gate Sorry? 3 it, what's the vampire from Baldur's Gate 3 called Astarian I'm pretty sure yeah something like that he's one of them he's a, a yeah. muse yeah for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a, a very fancy posh boy very fancy um, posh boy do yeah. you remember uh, when they announced fun as Bloodlines 2 because apparently it's been delayed to 2022 now mm. I'm, I'm low-key looking forward to it it looks cool. I mean, I fuck with vampires. I haven't played the original Vampire the Masquerade, but I'm also pretty sure that game is like 20 years old now. Or yeah, I mean, you liked Morrowind. Mm -hmm. Vampire the Masquerade has Morrowind vibes. Yeah. To me. Even, I'm pretty sure, the walk cycle sound is the same audio as Morrowind, which is like the dumbest thing, but I'm pretty sure. Like, I watched someone play Vampire the Masquerade, and I was like, I recognize that. It's But it's the same <laughs> sort of era as Morrowind. It's an old school old school it's to early 2000s but it's an rpg yeah it just has that same same energy you know mm -hmm. um i'm i'm looking forward to bloodlines i don't i don't know i you you asked me to give uh blood hunt a try yes i don't know man be. i don't know if i you just i don't know if i want to play a br right now we can just try yeah i mean i can give it a try Koiva, sure Koiva it's it free well. right? even dude koiva plays it and has it like enjoys it that's crazy, dude. That's Koiba fucked enjoying up. A fuck, like, Koiba enjoying a fucking... Something's wrong. Royale, that's wild. I remember when you hit me up like, Fucking dude. Jake, Paragon, pa Paragon DS, now known as It's Para. Yeah. Never really plays shooter games. And we're running around being a vampire shooting at motherfuckers. Fucking... Uh, um, you, hit, you hit me up wild. and you're like, dude, like, I something about this crack. game, I don't know what it is. It clicks. And I was like, yeah, that's how I felt about... Uh, Hyperscape. Hyperscape. And to be fair, to your credit, you gave Hyperscape a try. I did. So I did. I'll have I, to give it a try. Like, honestly, the, the the maps are pretty small. It's a 45-player BR. The map's pretty small. But the movement and the verticality, because you can climb literally anything you see, you can climb yeah. up and get to the rooftops and shit. Like, all the fights take place on rooftops. If you're on street level, you're fucked. Because you're going to get fucking laid out on from people on the roofs that have mm. better angles, and you're just fucked. So, like, the entire game... It, pretty much plays out on rooftops when it comes to combat and fighting. 
But Opti uh, just said he has a sixty-six point six win rate, and therefore I am cool. True. We played three games with Opti, and we won two, and got like second place in 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 the, in the third one or something. So I just with with uh, that just brought to mind. Um, my this is a complete tangent, by the way. Okay. But gotcha. my Hearthstone Battlegrounds <laughs> win rate with patches. Yeah. Dude, you're a patches man. Straight I have like 48 games, 34 mm-hmm. wins. That's wild. That's what not first fuck? places. I think it, a top four is a win. By, top four is a win. Yeah, yeah by, battle, by Battleground standards. But as someone who like I really like uh, or I liked Menagerie and I would take the curator a lot. My curator mm-hmm. win rate, by comparison, is awful. But my patches is ridiculous. So I really am a patches mate. Truly. Um, there you go. But yeah, okay. Blood Hunt. I'll, I'll give it a, Is it on Steam? Yeah. I'll give it a try, dude. Fucking goddamn. Good land. Um, <clears throat> Hold on. I gotta fucking quickly ban like two fucking hotspots that just followed. Ugh. Uh, before, before we fucking f- fly into the, the Sony thing, which I didn't see a lick of but i've got an article open so i can at least be a little up to date uh like i'll, I'll delve deep in this uh dead by daylight update because i was talking about it before it came out and like what i was looking forward to mm-hmm. um so yeah obviously we were talking about uh how you know pinhead looked cool and the casino bite etc hellraiser was definitely the, the right choice was really cool as well like the teasing and uh, yeah uh the they they all of that stuff they did really well um, mm-hmm. And I did talk about the skill-based matchmaking and how it seemed like it was going to be dubious and kind of a bad decision. Um, I'm not the most experienced or, you know, well-versed um, DVD player yet. Give me a couple thousand more hours. But, um, dude, uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about Pinhead mm-hmm. first and what's wrong with him. So. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of these issues were clear from uh, the PTB, and not much was changed. But just right off that the bat, sucks. and as much as we love day one of any big patch for any game, it's, it um, sucks. It's always you, disappointment. You would get into a lobby with uh, a Pinhead, and there was like a probably fifty-fifty chance that the lobby would just crash. Everyone would disconnect. Um, at some point in the game, the fuck, um, and and that was that was just uh, apparently just rampant. Pinhead? That, that was just yeah, the pinhead? just in his lobbies. Um, okay, so his ability, his main guess power. They open, guess they open the box too soon, bro. Yeah, know. his his main power is basically um, he summons. He like opens a portal at range mm. ahead of him, and then your POV jumps to a chain that comes out of that portal and you aim the chain and try and hit survivors. And when they get hit, three chains attach to them and slow them massively, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the only issue is, well, the only issue, the issues with it are as follows. Aiming and hitting it, like using that power is basically as difficult as using uh, a killer called Nurse, who is one of the best killers in the game. And her power is a blink ability where you aim the blink ahead of you and you teleport and then you hit the survivor. I've seen, right? you, I've seen you play Nurse, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So yeah. so the 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 mechanic in terms of like the dis- like aiming the where the chain comes out, basically the same as Nurse, but you just uh-huh. get a slow. And it's not, it doesn't right. close the gap on them. It... It, they don't get damaged. The what, what, when the when the chain hits them, it's it spawns three little portals that chains come out of and hit the survivor. The where those chains spawn is random, and okay. in the PTB they could spawn on the other side of walls and not mm. hit them. Right, so you immediately yeah. would lose out. I don't know how that is. Now he's released. They might have fixed that much, but. All the survivor has to do to break the chains is break line of sight with a wall or whatever, and those chains will break. So it can be like very shitty. It, it, like it, it can essentially win you nothing. And when there are killers that. I was watching a video of someone playing Pinhead somehow, ended up in a rabbit hole, and I got there. I don't, mm. I don't know. And like when a survivor got like yoinked by the chains, they had to like hold a button. 
Yeah. So chain. you can stay there and hold the button and break the chains one by one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, so there's a thing called Chain Hunt, which builds up throughout the game. And then after a time, all survivors are affected by Chain Hunt. And randomly, a chain will spawn near them and shoot towards them. Uh, which interrupts you. If you're working on generators, you'll just get hit by a chain every few seconds and it's like impossible. Uh, It it used to interrupt healing, but I think they've stopped that now, which seems really dumb. Um, That Mm. is the point where one survivor has to find the box and open the box. And opening the box removes chain hunt on everyone. Um, So that... (laughs) Basically, the bar is the clown right the clown is basically the worst killer in the game he his power does one thing and it does it pretty mediocrely and and that's it so uh clown's power he throws a gas bottle if it hits survivors they're slowed uh Mm -hmm. it's quite a big cloud you can use it in smart ways and it's mostly used to sort of shut down chases so xenobite's power like his basic the shoot out the chain portal is kind of comparable to clowns but less reliable mm. and harder to use. Um, right. The thing that makes him better than Clown is the chain hunt. He has this kind of global effect on all survivors. One survivor is forced to take time to open the box, and he can teleport to the box and, you know, kind of get a chase, immediately be in the face of one survivor soon enough. Yeah. But overall, uh, when he... In, in day one, his lunge was bugged. So when you hold left-click... As a killer, you take, you lunge after someone and you'll move a distance. There was an issue mm. with this lunge where if you changed kind of direction or momentum at all, you just stopped. So the lunge in a lot of situations was just completely like you, you would just get lots of swings and misses where people could like do a little swerve out of the way or whatever. You would just lose it. Um, and <laughs> yeah, the, the issue with the chains and chases where you can basically get fucked by the ch- the random chance of it. And they won't be- have any effect on the survivor at all. Kind of blows. He looks mm. really cool. He has some cool animations. Yeah, his, I saw his voice uh, lines is like, aren't in the when game. When he picks up a survivor, it's like a bunch of chains. Yeah, that's, that's cool as fuck. And, that's cool as fuck. Yeah, uh, like, yeah they, they took they his voice lines put out. Them on the hooks as well. What? The whole I came, not there when he was released. They Why? said that there was issues with the audio files. I don't know. Bullshit. They I, saw the memes. Everyone, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's what that's what everyone's saying. They everyone, it, it seems dude. like there's a divide in the player base of like, oh, they they saw the memes and they don't want the memes, or like the license holder didn't like the memes and wanted it to stop, and then oh, other people just also, being that's like, that's also a fucking shout. Actually, the license holder might have been. And like, then there's hey, the other side being like, no, dude, they said they were bugged. I'm sure they're bugged and they'll be back soon. Like, we'll, we'll fucking see. But overall, the, I'm a pessimist when it comes to that shit, bro. Yeah, I don't right. Believe right. shit about shit when the, when developers say something. I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. He's he's <laughs> probably a below average killer in terms of strength, but he's at least fun to play against. And because of his kind of complex mechanics, he seems fun to play. I haven't given him a try yet, but I do have him. Nice. Typical though, 500 Oryx cells to buy the killer. Fifteen hundred Oryx cells to get the cosmetic that makes him the Chatterer instead of Pinhead. Are you kidding me? The Chatterer, dude. Nice. Yeah, the chat. He's gross. Like he is very gross. The Chatterer. Um, yeah. What does he? What does he look like? What? Which, which, which team about? He's just all mouth. It's like all stretched out, and he's just like teeth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, the yeah. one that in like when he first appears, just like jams his fingers in what's the name's mouth. Um, the skill based matchmaking seems like just a mistake overall. Uh, no oh, one right. wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one wins. The like, the system that they've decided to go with is you can't see your own MMR now. You don't know what rank you are. That we, sucks. We, we don't know if there's a ceiling. And what that means is every game is sweaty as fuck, right? Mm. And what they one good decision, in my opinion, that they made was separating MMR between killers. So your individual okay. killers will have an individual MMR. So when you play a killer for the first time and you're learning how to play them, you won't just get swamped with really try-hard survivors. But that same, like, that is a double-edged sword. Because what it means yeah. is for really good survivors, and when I say really good, I'm talking, like, the best in the world, right? The top, yeah. like, 1%, less than 1%. They are going to see three killers, because the yeah, killers because are so poorly balanced. Meta gaming. Yeah, the, the killers are so poorly balanced 
that they are basically mm -hmm. just going to see blight, spirit, and nurse. Like the the reason being that they are in theory the only killers that people will get to that high MMR because they are so much more powerful than the rest. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You'll have you'll have like blight with the same four perks, and you'll have survivors all using the same. Yeah, it'll four become perks. like any other. Like I don't play the fucking game, but it, it'll be like any other competitive game where there's going to be a meta on perks there's going to be a meta on yeah. killers i mean there already is on, right there's going to be a meta on survivor perks and it's going to fucking suck like lower ranks dope fun time you can fuck around right as soon as you get to like the top 20 percent player base like in skill 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 level wise it's over yeah it, the, the fun, no fun is around. over the the reason that the old system was better even though the old system still sucked is that rank one gave really good players a point that they could stop sweating Mm -hmm. And rank one was such a vast variation in skill level because you you know it's probably the top like ten percent, which mm -hmm. is a huge variation in skill level in that like that sort of range. It gave people a, a point that they knew they could stop tryharding. Now that the MMR is hidden, now that we don't know there's a ceiling, there's no reason for people to stop tryharding. Which means that your reward for getting better and winning is objectively less fun. That's mm -hmm. your reward, is you get to have less fun. Because you climb... You're good at the game. Congrats. Yeah. Your fucking experience is going to suck you, from here Yeah, on you're good at the game. Damn. Every single one of your games, if you're a killer, is going to be all survivors with brand new parts and, like, anti-hemorrhagic syringes, which are just, like, iridescent add-ons. Or if you're a survivor, you're going to fight against three killers and there's going to be no variation. And, and just, like, right off the bat, I'm nowhere near the top of any fucking level at anything. And I've already mm -hmm. seen just a huge disproportionate amount of like very try hard games as compared yeah. to literally one week ago. I've seen far more iridescent add-ons on survivors and like people really, really sweating out like loops and using their dead hards and their decisive strikes and whatever other meta perks they could possibly bring. This game, either they need to they need to really figure out a better system, or they need an unranked mode, because do you, um, I mean, do you fear that if they don't, the game's just gonna fucking die? From a casual standpoint, it'll take a long time. No, because at the end of the day, like, the the more casual players have a better experience. You know, they That's see true, they see more variety in killers. The games are less sweaty, and if the skill-based matchmaking part of it actually works, you know, they get people the same skill level as them. I think generally overall, there's going to be more tryhards at every level because of the whole just the incentive of it. Um, they swapped out the old rank system for the grade system, where basically <clears throat> because they knew that the uh, the old rank system rewarded just playing a lot more than playing well they've replaced it with a system called grades which is just if you play a lot in a month you'll get blood points uh a blood mm -hmm. point reward 250k um at the max so what i think they should do with the introduction of the grade system is just have an unranked mode yeah because that that means you don't have to worry about mmr even if there's some some degree of matchmaking it gives people a mode where there might be less hackers it gives people a mode where um they can try killers that they want to try they can try fun builds with friends or whatever just a, mm -hmm. an unranked mode would be amazing because then it's like oh you're basically playing the old ranked system when you play unranked you're just grinding the grades for the blood points mm -hmm. uh and i hate to praise apex but i think they need an apex style system with the ranks where you actually get some kind of reward more than just blood points some kind mm -hmm. of cosmetic some kind of charm some kind like you play ranked in apex you get a charm you get a trail you know you get like whatever there's there's all kinds of rewards for doing well in apex and like yeah they don't have apex that. packs yeah are very fun just some oh here's a random loot box with some cosmetics smile as far as yeah, like I rewards mean, go shit, in DBD, dude. it's just like the battle pass and you get blood points for playing now. That's it. And not even very many yeah. blood points. Mm. It's a bad dude. system. I still it, love it the game. It sucks. Like, I'm not a big fan of Double Daylights. Yeah. Like, it's just not my, my cup of tea. 
and that's fine. But it, I, I always think it sucks when I see a game that has, like, DVD has a dedicated community and a dedicated fan base. Yeah. And a very vocal one at that. And whenever games that, that have a fan base like that and the developers just do something that they know the majority is going to fucking hate and they still fucking do it. And I'm just like, why? Yeah, there, there, there's a you couple know, interesting why? takes in there, there. You cannot, you cannot tell me that over at fucking, I forget the studio that does DVD. Behavior. Uh, behavior, right. Uh, that they were sitting there thinking... Oh, everybody's going to fucking love this. <laughs> you know uh, apparently, mean? one of the better devs just recently left as well. Ah, um, go figure. There's, there was a couple of interesting things that are, like, very converse to stuff that they've said before. I, did we talk mm -hmm. about last week how they used to do developer live streams and then they stopped? Did I mention that? No. So, no. they used to do these developer, like, live streams. I feel like weekly, but I, could, I don't remember. It might be monthly. Where they would just talk about the roadmap and things that they have coming. And they stopped doing them. Mm -hmm. And when people asked why they stopped doing them, they were like, we were tired of backlash uh, when we didn't do shit that we said we were going to do, basically. So everyone's just like, why don't say you're going to do it then? Because they, would, yeah, what? they basically had that like E3 level, we don't want to upset anybody, where they go out and they're like, yeah, we're going to have, we're going to have like, Oh, we're gonna fix performance on console. We're gonna fix the lobbies, guys. We're gonna you know, because they they everyone they hear what everyone says they want to fix, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna tell them we're gonna fix it," and then don't do anything because as soon, they when they say they're gonna fix it, everyone goes, "Yay, they're gonna fix it! Yay, I love behavior!" And then only mm -hmm. you know six months down the line, when nothing's changed, everyone starts to be like, oh, "Wait, hold on. Oh, wait a minute. When I dead hard on console, my game freezes. Still." And it's funny. You see, you, you they might have fixed that now, but you would see a survivor if they dead hearted on console. They were just like, and they wouldn't move. <laughs> and like it, it, it was so bad. That's fucking. I, I mean, it, uh, Jerome said it's German politics in a nutshell. That's basically all politics in a nutshell, right? The difference is that this is a game development company, not someone running for office, and they're not exactly a big company either. And all mm -hmm. the player base wants is transparency. If they can't do something, they need to come out and say, we can't do it. Not, yeah. we'll do it. And and yeah, rather, no, and then when, when they didn't do it and they got backlash, they're like, okay, no more live streams. You were mean. Like, fuck off. Um, yeah. Boy, boy, boy. Thing is, it's a really good game, just full of really bad decisions. Mm -hmm. Like, at the end I of the day... I feel like that's the case with, with many... Yeah. Um, Many games, games in general. Really? Yeah. Um, I think that it, it's the best in its genre. It is... It's one of the only, one of the only ones in the genre, really. I mean, <laughs> there aren't many games in the genre, but it is by far the best. As far as, like, you know, the asymmetrical, like, horror, whatever, PvP game goes, mm -hmm. it, it, it is the best. It is... Yeah. We've seen, you know, PUBG surpassed, you know... Oh, absolutely. Very quickly nothing's people have tried but nothing yeah, has touched like as DVD soon as yet. capable devs started to t dabble in the genre that PUBG and player unknown created essentially yeah. uh they did it better um shock horror and, <laughs> and so jerome says uh game companies try to focus on pleasing the majority which is the casual gamers now not all games competitive games not so much but behavior has said that their focus is not the top one percent of players which brings me to something i was going to bring up before They've said, oh, skill-based matchmaking allows us to see the performance of certain things in the top 5% of players and balance them accordingly. And it's like, you already said that those players aren't the ones you're trying to please, and this is something that you've never done before. Mm. So, wh why would that change now, you know? Uh, still gonna play the game, still gonna love the game. I'm, there's just yeah i mean uh, that's the way it is if yeah. you're in love with the game you're gonna keep playing it and boy, you're gonna be fucking vocal about the fact that it for, sucks <laughs> yeah for the time being this new system kind of benefits me because i'm trying to play all killers to 50 and i'm gonna have an easy time at least as i start out on those killers getting to know how they work and everything because the matchmaking is going to be easier for a minute for a minute yeah um true. but yeah that's dead by daylight ran over smile all right let's talk about some um 
good that you mentioned it in the chat, Jerome. We are going to have the low looks yet apex because I fell back into the apex train, and there's mm. a new event coming up. And with that, some balance changes that look very interesting. Oh. Uh, first of all, there's see a new town takeover on uh, World's Edge. Um, oh, I did see you talk about this. Uh, Rampart is getting an event and an heirloom, which is uh, just a big fuck-off wrench, really. Um, and the town takeover is between Lava City and like the little compound above it. Like it's like in between there. So that bottom that that bottom right corner is looking mighty spicy. So they're like buffing my. Or, or they're doing stuff for basically my favorite legend and my favorite part of that map too. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Dome, shout out Lava City. Yeah. Um, there is also, obviously with that, it's a collection event, so a bunch of skins you can buy, heirloom, yada, 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 free little battle pass you can level up. But Rampart, Sheila has gone mobile. Okay, so this is real. This is real. Rampart will now be able to run around with Sheila out and shoot while walking. The spin-up is longer and she only gets one magazine in this mode. Once Sheila is out, you can put it away and pull it back out until you run out of ammo or hit the cooldown time. Uh, at any point, you can still place Sheila down for your teammates to use. Once placed, it has infinite reloads and acts just like the previous version. So only Rampart can pick it up. And once Rampart runs out of ammo with it, it's gone. But if you put it on the fucking floor, your teammates can still fucking... Have they mentioned if it reloads? Like... You have it in mobile mode, you put it, fire half a mag, put it down, pick it up again? Is that, or can you only put it down I, and then it stays? I don't know. Okay. It says here, once placed, it has infinite reloads and acts like the previous version. So I'm, that, that's I telling guess you me can't once pick you it up again it, Once you place it, it's placed. Right, okay. That's what it's telling me. Uh, dev notes that comes with it is, uh, a legend based solely on, the, on a defensive position is hard to get right in Apex Legends. We think Rampart has a place as the ultimate defensive legend, but we wanted to give her a little more ability to be reactive and push with her team, which, uh, you know, Yeah, I that's a really reasonable take, yeah. to be honest. I wonder if they'll do the same yeah. for Watson at any point. Dude, everyone was like, dude, Watson is like the oldest legend in the game without heirloom now. When is she yeah. going to fucking get, get a time oh, to shine? Oh, actually, and okay. I, I take that back because Watson's ability was still a lot more mobile than Rampart's for... A, offensive mm -hmm. capabilities shutting people in rooms and stuff but still yeah watson dude watson also has like a passive just shield regen like octane does for health, yes i remember nuts. when they added that it's it's kind of a little faster than his heal right or slower i think slower oh they nerfed octane rip shit dude <laughs> uh his jump pad horizontal distance is reduced by 10 to 15 percent nah who cares and his stim regen uh, got reduced from 1.5 to 1 HP a second, which I guess is fair. He he, he regen quite fast. Yeah, I feel fair. like they... I remember talking about when they buffed it from 1 to 1. 1.5, mm -hmm. and now it's back down. It makes sense, though, because he's super, he's very meta. Like, um, Slight bow check buff, who cares? Uh, slight hemlock buff, who cares? Oh, me, I love the hemlock. Reduced hit fire spread, hit fire reset oh. slightly faster. Oh, uh, yeah, that's because like two updates ago they went, they made the hip fire fucking like yeah, yeah, it yeah, used yeah, to yeah. be ridiculously good in hip fire, and then they nerfed it. Uh, ba -ba -bum. dude, you're an L star gamer, right? Yeah, the L star is quite good this season. You want to know why? It takes a stock. It takes a barrel stabilizer. It takes attachments now. It takes a mag. Yeah. Okay. So rampart and L star so buff the, is like the best yeah, news ever. The way the way the mag works basically, instead of you actually having to reload, it just increases the time you can shoot it before it overheats, right. which is pretty pretty sick. But yeah. Okay. That means um, it's actually going to be not so rampart high key. Yeah. They did. Uh, they did just now with this patch, nerf it a little bit because it was quite strong. Mm. Uh, but still, like it's it's cool. Like the fact that it takes attachments now is pretty fucking pretty fucking good. Uh, dude, Eva 8 nerf, nice, good, because the Eva 8's fucking ridiculous. Is it actually? Eva 8's fucking nuts. Eva 8 is the meta shotgun right now. That's wild. Uh, I yeah. remember when it's arenas... Not out, no, it's not out yet, but when this event launches, sorry, uh, true. In arenas, it was, like, cheap, and you would pick it up and just be like, do, 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 because it was so yeah, cheap. Yeah, the Eva 8, Eva 8 is, is, is the, the fucking uh, meta shotgun right now. That's Eva nuts. 8 and Mastiff are the, the meta shotguns at the moment. Um... No, they shortened the out-of-bounds timer. No, no more scumming on top of rocks, dude. Fuck. What was That's it, 30 sucks. seconds? Yeah, it's now 15. <laughs> that's rough. I think that's, that's rough. important with the addition <laughs> of Valkyrie. Because 
the ability to redeploy and maybe get into out of bounds places and hang out there for 30 seconds is pretty quite strong. Yeah, I mean, that's how you play Valkyrie, yeah. literally. You're like, you're like, you fly up, oh, there's a team, oh, let's land on the rocks above them and just fucking rail yeah. them and then jump down the last second. That is, that's literally how people play fucking Valkyrie. A uh, bunch of bug fixes, blah, 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 nobody cares. Okay, that's looking pretty cool. I fuck with it, I fuck with it. I mean, yeah, I I actually like the sound of like Rampart changes and stuff. I mean, yeah, that sounds. I love Rampart cool. yeah. by far, like Rampart's my dope. favorite legend. I think. Yeah, she's dope. She's dope. Um, man, let's talk about PlayStation for a second, huh? Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. I already know what I know, already know. What you're excited for? Oh yeah. Uh, one thing that I'm not necessarily excited for, but I know a lot of other gamers. Oh, for context. Last night was the PlayStation 5 2021 showcase where they showcased a bunch of uh, new trailers and updates on games that they previously announced and all that stuff. And the first thing they just fucking rammed out there was the official announced trailer for uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. Which is hilarious because our very own Opsidu Prime started... Just started playing KOTOR. KOTOR <laughs> playthrough. <laughs> Opsy's not happy. He does not look happy. Uh, which, for those... I mean, KOTOR is a, a fucking beloved game by the fucking... By the, by the, by the Star Wars gamers among us. Uh, like when it, by it's the either RPG nice, games among us, too. Like, it's Bioware. It's either... It's a fucking banger. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's pretty true. Yeah, it's and, true. Uh, it's true. The precursor to Mass uh, Effect, Another thing basically. that kind of... I really look forward to, like, low-key. Alan Wake remaster. Alan Wake is a game that came out ages ago that was very just unique and different when it came out. When it came and, out, yeah, kind of, yeah. And it's cool to see that game getting a remaster for both PS4 and PS5. Wasn't it? Which is nice. Maybe it wasn't exclusive, but I had it on 360. Alan Wake wasn't exclusive. Okay. No. I just remember you shine flashlights on baddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it came out in 2010 uh, for... Uh, I think all consoles. No. Only on Xbox and PC. It wasn't even on PlayStation. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Uh, maybe the studio... Who is it by? Because Microsoft Studios published it, but it's made by Remedy Entertainment. Oh, okay. And Remedy Entertainment... Yeah, I was just going to say, did, does Sony own them now? I mean... Maybe... No, I don't think so. They made Control. Damn. Oh, yeah. Fucking uh, Quantum Break as well. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, Control is uh, is a fucking popular... Good game. Did not did it win Game of the Year? Or like, it was it was nominated for like a bunch of Game of the Year... Like, the Game Awards awards and it won a couple, pretty sure, in 2019? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, Control is big. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, GTA 5 for PS5. Who fucking cares? Uh, a new trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo, which I'm still looking forward to because the games look like, that game looks like a fucking acid trip. Uh, it got delayed, though, to 2022. Uh, then again, delays are something uh, we're used Accustomed to now to. because yeah. pandemic mm -hmm. and all that stuff. We get it. Two years now. Uh, a trailer for Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's done by the same guys that did Marvel's Avengers, the screen game. It looks fucking trash. It looks fucking awful. My <laughs> God. And Avengers was absolutely miserable. Yeah. Like, yeah, when you... Yeah. And I know we'll get on to Spider-Man 2, right? But Insomniac made Spider-Man? Insomniac are killing it, yeah. It's fucking, like, Spider-Man was crazy good. Yeah, and they obviously, uh, so Insomniac are not human because uh, they made Spider-Man. Massive hit. They made a launch title for PS5, Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, which is a sequel to Spider-Man, um, which was also a massive hit. Uh I haven't played it yet because haha PS5. Try getting a fucking PS5 in 2021. Literally impossible. Um, they they announced Spider-Man 2, which in the trailer looks like it's it's release slot is 2023, mm. which is fair. Uh, in the trailer you see Peter Parker Spider-Man and Miles Morales Spider-Man like team up and take down baddies together, and it's sick. The voiceover is all is this guy with like an Eastern European accent. 
who is like, oh, I need someone to finally give me a challenge. Can someone finally... Which is by, for sure, for the Marvel boys out there, Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter is a big Spider-Man character that is all about... He, like, travels the galaxies and, and the different universes to find things to hunt that he deems worth hunting that are a challenge to him. Right. That could perhaps beat him. Predator. And he's had run-ins with Spider-Man and, and co. several times. Shout out, by and the then way, from a... Insomnia made Sunset Overdrive and that game's bang. I'm just... Yeah, uh, and Infamous as well. Um, and Ratchet and Clank. Uh, and in then then the fucking camera, the the Craven asked the question: Will one of you finally give me a give us give me something? I forgot the actual actual line. Mm. And then the fucking camera pans to a dark alleyway, and you hear this monstrous yes, <laughs> and they reveal fucking Venom's fucking face, and it's like, dude, mm, you get fucking Venom. Hell yeah, sick. And it, the Spider-Man 1 ended with an after credit scene of Peter Parker walking into a lab uh, owned by uh, Oscorp, Osborn, yeah. fucking Green Goblin. Um, and in this case, there is Harry Osborn, so Green Goblin's son, which is a childhood friend of uh, Peter Parker. And then when Peter puts his hand on the thing, you see, like, the fucking uh, black, gooey... Um, uh, forget what the symbiote. fuck they're called symbiotes like yeah so you're like oh so like venom got teased so mm. my thing is like okay is that harry osborne is that like is that you know is that gonna be like a plot point mm. uh dude i'm looking forward to it but not only did they announce spider-man 2 they released a teaser trailer of a man sitting in a bar everything fucked around him i know this as well yeah the fucking marvel logo shows up and everyone was like oh this is spider-man because this got shown before the spider-man trailer so oh yeah fuck yeah spider-man yeah like go. dlc for miles morales or some shit mm. uh and then yeah and then later on they fucking revealed the, the whole ass like oh new game by the way which is also fucking wild but it's like a 45 second teaser trailer guy with knife walks up to man at bar with cowboy hats and it pans to the guy's hands and fucking the Wolverine claw yeah, shoots out yeah. of the knuckles. And that's just and they just announced not only are they doing another Spider-Man game, oh, they're also making a Wolverine game, by the way. Meanwhile, like, do they I mean Insomniac is right cuz I'm sure they don't fucking sleep cuz how the fuck are they producing okay, this fucking I, I, insane well, fucking Okay, yeah, I'm sure shit. like I'm sure the Wolverine game is going to be very similar. Uh, like I know Sp yeah, the Spider-Man games like they need that very unique like city slinging, web sw mm -hmm. swinging, whatever. But it's going to be like the same engine, uh, and obviously yeah, a few mechanics are going to be different. So it's not going to be too much of a ball What I'm hoping is that, because you, you kind of, as Wolverine, that game has to be rated M, dude. Like, you, you got to have to see fucking, like, arms fucking flying. Yeah. Shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and Wolverine's Wolverine been has to be rated shit. M. Yeah, Just in general. Absolutely. Yeah. Never forget that's, that's, X-Men uh, First that's Class hype. or Days of Future Past where he gets fucking Magneto, like, riddles him with concrete, like, wire. And throws him mm -hmm. into the sea and he like sinks to the bottom. Bro. It's a bad time. And then, time. dude, uh, fucking the movie Logan, the last like hurrah for uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Mm. They finally made a rated M Wolverine movie. Yeah. And it's fucking sick. And it Like fucking up. heads go flying. Fucking <laughs> Charles Xavier saying fuck. Which is <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah, you know, like the script writers were like, we can do that now. <laughs> we can make Sir Patrick Stewart say, say fuck. <laughs> It's fucking great. And then, after just Wolverine, Spider-Man 2, uh, fucking Alan Wake, uh, KOTOR, mm. we get a fucking reveal trailer for God of War Ragnarok, the fucking God of War sequel, and holy shit, it looks good. They revealed a bit of the cast as well. Uh, fucking Ryan Hurst is playing Thor. Who, who is like the big bad in this game? Uh, Ryan Hurst is Opie from uh, Opie from Sons of Anarchy, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, which is fun. I fucking love. Yeah, that I mean that's, that's a good pick. Funny. Yeah, and um, it just shows a bit of the like what the trail. Like obviously, the last game ended with Thor knocking on. Uh, you find out that your son is actually Loki. Then Loki Thor what? starts knocking. <laughs> on... <laughs> uh, Opti, I see you swimming Radiohead. Nobody fucking cares, dude. I mean, we've got to talk about it at some point. Yeah, yeah, But, like, I'm talking about the good shit first. Mm -hmm. Smile. Um, game ends with, like, an after credits teaser of, like, after you literally murder um, fucking one of, like, Thor's homies from, like, Asgard. I forget Odin. which one. 
No, not Odin, but you, you fucking murder one of like his boys. Right. Uh, but uh, he's you know fucking thunder lightning door swings open Thor in front of the door in front of the fucking doorstep game over right mm. so and this game is called Ragnarok and in the reveal trailer they kind of talk about oh we we have to stop Ragnarok dude because so that's gonna be fucking cool like you know Ragnarok being the 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 Norse mythology apocalypse really just the end of the fucking world um. It's looking good, man. And if it's half as good as the previous God of War was, we have a fucking banger of a game on our hands, like straight up. Um, which is really fucking sad as well. Some some sad news with it. Uh, a few weeks ago, the um, person that like designed the like uh, Kratos throws axe and it comes back mm. mechanic, uh, he passed away sadly. Oh, uh, rest in peace. So like, which is like a big aspect of the game. So like, they kind of. Showed him some love. Like, yeah, over, that's like a fucking cornerstone of what made yeah. the new era of God of War. Yeah, like he, really he passed away. Cool. I'm not sure I'm not sure of what, but he, he did pass away. Yeah. Um, but uh, they didn't give us a date. But man, it looks good, dude. And uh, obviously it's the same uh, cast that plays Kratos and Atreus and Freya and fucking... I forget what the head's called. And I might replay God of War. I'm feeling I'm feeling a God of War replay, like when the time comes. Yeah. To kind of freshen up the the, the memory and be like, oh, Mimir, right? Um, dude, like like Sony didn't come out. But Sony didn't fucking fuck around yesterday. They came out the fucking. They yeah, came out, they the, came out the, swinging. It, I mean, what? This was like their version of E3, I guess, right. where they were just like bang. Yeah, what a year. Clear of the release of the console, right? Pretty much. Uh yeah, holiday twenty twenty. So came out. that yeah. you know the, the the devs have had the the platforms to develop for for probably two years now. It's time for the big the big hitters to come out. Yeah, mm. the like. Well, I don't want to say like the sort of era defining games. I mean, when I mean God of War, I would definitely class as one of them. For, God for the of PS4, War is one yeah, of the games that de defined PS4. Right, God of War, Bloodborne. Last of Us. Yes. Two. I would definitely say our three games that like defined. They were the, PS4. the blockbuster releases, yeah. So yeah. you know, Spider Man as well. To be honest, right? Fuck. <laughs> they had, Sony had a lot of fucking bangers on PS4. Yeah, I mean, like, over the course you've of years. got like the. I, I guess I guess there's a I, I, Last of Us and God of War are kind of similar in genre, despite being vastly different in theme. But like you know, Spider Man is kind of open world, I think. Um, the, you know, it's funny. It, it, it's the cycle. Oh yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn is also one of them. Fuck, dude. It's it's the cycle where, you know, the release titles. Like I feel like everyone everyone focuses on the release titles, but like the release titles are not usually the strong ones. Let's face it. I mean, like when you, I don't remember PS4, but it used to be like Resistance Fall of Man and Kill Zone or something on PS3, and it's like. They weren't that good. Let's be real. Like they weren't the they weren't the ones no, that made Killzone, it. Killzone was like you know it's, right. It's I it's aight, right. It's not anything like groundbreaking, but Horizon definitely was. Like yeah, Horizon yeah, yeah. No, but I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking back and just thinking like, when have the the release titles really been the blockbusters? And they are really that. They, I guess you know they're supposed to get people to buy the consoles. Nintendo yeah. obviously tend to kill it just across the board generally, but yeah, that's because Nintendo is just like this Nintendo. Like, Zelda games will always bring in the money. Mario games will always bring right. in the money. Because it's a fucking... Those are franchises that exist. Yeah. Have existed for over 20 years. And will continue to exist for as long as Nintendo makes games. And makes new consoles. And makes new platforms. I don't know if you saw the latest Dunkey video. but it was a, Or one of the latest Dunkey videos. But it was about video game prices. Yes. I have Where he talks that, about yeah. in the 80s, $60 was the price you'd pay for a video game. But... Yeah, which adjusted which, to inflation yeah, equates, was over a hundred dollars yeah. now. Yeah. So it's amazing that games are still sixty dollars. But obviously, he he at least on release, he goes into detail saying you know games are on sale constantly. Matter of months after they release, they go on sale, except Nintendo games. <laughs> yes, dude. Why is that? Because well, I would say except Nintendo and Blizzard, which ah, uh, not entirely true. Blizzard, like as of late. 
I've been getting emails, dude, being like, oh, Battle.net sale, ooh, buy these games with a discount. <laughs> yeah, sure, so, okay. Like, they, they adjusted. But they adjusted. Nintendo, like, I feel like Nintendo hold themselves in high regard mm-hmm. because they are just, like, the biggest, like, household name in video games and have been for 40 fucking years. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Nintendo games just never go on sale pretty much for that reason. They don't have to. I guess people buy them regardless and they know it. Yeah. Uh, I guess Overwatch <laughs> has been on sale a bunch of times because Overwatch pays for itself through fucking cases. Loot boxes. Uh, all right. And WoW expansions go on sale as well. Um, like, every, like once they're out for like a year or more. Opti has been like fucking Papega yelling. Yeah. But it's not even a game. It's not a game. It's a, It's the. It's an no. exhibition. It's Yeah. For Radiohead's so Kid A. Games and Radiohead are collaborating, bringing an uh, interactive exhibit to commemorate their music, uh, specifically 2000's uh, Kid A and 20, th- 2001's Amnesiac. Uh, just like like a 20-year celebration of, of their like music. Um, who cares? I mean, my boy Mike. Fair. He's the biggest Radiohead fan I know. The trailer describes uh, the Kid uh, the Kid Amnesia exhibition as an upside-down digital analog universe created from original artwork and recordings to commemorate 21 years of Radiohead's Kid A and Amnesiac. Yeah, but Opti, like, I'm sure they have. But they haven't done a whole lot for video games. <laughs> who asked, though? Like, oh, really? my like, God. Who the fuck asked? I, I, I mean, I love Radiohead and Tommy York, obviously, but this just... Why? Yeah, like, why? This is a gimmick, and I don't like it. Yeah, right. I don't give a fuck. It's a gimmick. Kid A Amnesiac Virtual Exhibition presented by Radiohead and Epic coming to PS5 and PC and Mac uh, via the Epic Games Store in November. If you like Kid A, I'm sure it'll be fun. I don't. I, I doubt they're gonna like charge video game prices, but it's. I mean, it's a strange step <laughs> in one direction, and like given their like pioneering in all sorts of cases, um, I imagine. It might not be the last we see of this sort of thing. Because video games are big, right? Marketing mm-hmm. collab. Can't wait to see the fucking Travis Scott exhibition and Fortnite or whatever. What? Okay, okay, okay. What's the, what are the hotspots? What's going on? Dude, I this is just like the latest like fucking Twitch bots, and right now they're running rampant. And maybe it's because they're responding to me banning them as soon as they follow me. They just like oh new one boop. Because uh, I normally never ban them, and now tonight I'm like okay, I'm gonna just ban them every time they follow. And now I'm getting a new one as soon as I ban ban one. So nice Twitch, sick. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like the latest bots that's trying to get your information. Like if you click and go to their Twitch page, they'll they just fucking like read your information or some shit. It's fucking they got like tools and it's fucking it's weird. It's fucking weird. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I just bring back General Roots. Actually, holy fuck. Commander Root. Um, Commander Root. Sorry. Well, apparently, I saw this recently. Commander Root mm-hmm. made a thing to remove follow bots. Yes. And someone lost a bunch, like 7,000 followers or something. <laughs> Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. I mean, they're, they're a partnered streamer. They're a big streamer. But I mean, homie lost. It was either 4,000 or 7,000. I mean, were they all bots, though? No. It's a real question. That oh. was the issue. Right. Okay. Like, hmm. let me see. Um, I went to remove hate raid followers a couple hundred through Commander Root, set the filters to the time the hate raid happened, and it removed 7,000 of my followers four years of my streaming career. Jesus. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, did Commander Root, like, respond at all? Uh... Commander Root responded saying, This can generally only happen if you don't click apply filters to apply the entered filters and then don't check the list before starting the removal. And also don't confirm the number of the to-be-removed accounts. Either way, sucks it happened. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, the guy 
responded again saying, I literally, uh, oh, sorry. They claim I should have had a confirmation screen, yet I wasn't given one. I obviously wouldn't delete 7,000 followers when I know it was only a few hundred. Uh, yeah. I mean, unfortunate, buddy. Unfortunate. Uh, I, <laughs> I double, triple checked that I did it correctly and that the only time frame listed was the time frame for removal and it still happened. Definitely would rather take a suspension than my entire following be removed. Thanks. God damn. Yikes. Unfortunate, dude. Um, with that said, I'm roasting. Yes. Yes. We, I I'm mean, we've been through everything we want to talk about. Yeah. I'll let you know next week how work goes. Smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think next week we're going to have... Opti, hopefully. Opti he Prime. said he might be busy a lot of Fridays and that this is probably his best chance, but... We'll, we'll get him some sorry. Friday soon because he's got music some coming. Friday soon, TM. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. So well, thanks for watching. Said, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, being here. This will be up. another podcast next week. When it's up. Bye. Exactly. Take care. See you later. <laughs>